TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the regulator of routine himself. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, Damien. Regulators matter. How you are, are you? Yes. How regu- are you? I'm awesome. Remember that song? Regulator. Regulator. Yeah, regulator. I do. Regulator. Yeah. That was called Regulator, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who was that? Warren G. Warren G. Yeah. Wow. How about that? Hey, great to be here again. It's uh, we've got some pretty important stuff to talk about on this episode. Well, we uh, we got part way through our day when we we're investigating what we do with our day, um, day in the life of, and um, and and there's more to share. There's more to share, and I think I think it was great, and I know that a lot of people will have got a lot out of that particular episode, particularly um, that you poo breath wake up with poo breath. Well, you do. And I don't. Well, no, you do. You just don't realise And that you brush your poo breath out of your mouth. And you don't. And sometimes about once a a week, a fortnight or a month, I won't brush my teeth in the morning. Seriously. This is real though, folks. This is real. (laughs) Could you imagine? Imagine not brushing your teeth in the morning. I can't even imagine that. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing. Anyway, that's what you do, Marcus Pierce. Don't brush your teeth in the morning. Fair so enough. Let's Walk get on to let, Let's just move forward, though, shall we? Because yeah, let's do that. What I want to what I want to do is get to lunch. What I forgot to mention, very importantly, is that for my morning when I rock up to Table View and I get my almond latte, I also have my chocolate pudding cup, my CPC. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know what that is. A lot of people do know what that is. And even you at lunch today said, "What is CPC?" Mm. CPC to me is like the blood that runs through my body. It is essential to my day, except when I'm at your place and I don't have... Uh, you probably do have the core ingredients, but um, for what me... What are the ingredients? The core ingredients of the CPC are cacao or cacao or whatever you want to call your raw chocolate powder. Tahini. I prefer unhulled. Uh, and teaspoon honey. Used to be a tablespoon of honey until I came to my senses. Then we put in some coconut oil. Uh, just because I love coconut oil, fatty, and just, I just love fats. And then you can just put in a dash of water, and that's your base. That's, it just turns into like a paste, depending on your consistency. Then I like to add some flavors. I like to put in peppermint oil. Then I like to put in some crushed cashews or cacao nibs or anything crunchy. It could be sunflower seeds, anything that's sitting in the pantry. And... And then you can really do whatever you want. You can put in some frozen raspberries, some blueberries. You can put in some forage for good crunch. You can put anything in it, depending on your imagination. Orange oil, if you want a Jaffa. And uh, I have that with my coffee uh, in the Every morning. Every day. It could last me, it could last an hour. I just, you know, have it. It's amazing. But I've got a massive hand-to-mouth thing going on. So mm. as a former smoker, uh, I'm always... I'm always doing this. Mm. So as you notice, I drink a lot of water. Water, yeah. Uh, I'm typing away. I'm always fiddling with a pen. Picking your nose. Picking my nose hairs. Um, having a CPC, coffee. Amazing. It's very... I can't... I actually feel... I actually feel a little bit nauseous thinking that every day I'd have to have a snack. Yeah, but see, this is the, this is the interesting thing that we spoke about at lunch. Is mm. it good, bad, right, wrong, or just different? I different. don't know the answer. I think it's different. Because you have three square meals a day. 
Whereas I am at it's four twenty three p.m. as we speak about this. It's very odd that it's I haven't had dinner. afternoon tea. It's nearly dinner. It time is actually half an hour, thirty seven minutes off dinner. Yeah. Um, but I'm adjusting. You know, the human body, the human yeah. being, we are creatures of adaptation. Yeah. When I come here, I adapt. You have to. I adapt to an adult way of life. Well, there's three more hours before you're going to get dinner. Yeah. So I've got to consider <laughs> what in God's name I'm going to do. <laughs> Just got to go kill a kangaroo. Yeah. I might have a sneaky. Call up Brett. Yeah, Brett. Hey, what do I need to do to catch myself a cow? <laughs> What I need to do to go catch a koala. Yeah, so I might have to just shuffle over to the pantry at some point between now and then. Yeah, find the But these are the there. intricacies of our lives that I think is important because so people don't recognize that they have to fit into a box that they see on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever. We're, We're different. very different. Very different. Yeah. And so I just wanted to put that in there that not long after breakfast, I am having... CPC. Um, CPC. With so the coffee. It's kind of like a two-course breakfast. Mm. Um... And then I don't generally like I'll, I'll eat lunch anywhere between twelve and two. It's not a, it's not a, you know. I don't get low. I know you see you don't get low blood sugary, whatever. I don't get low blood sugary if I haven't had lunch by two o'clock though. I don't know if it's low blood sugary, but I know I'm just not as sharp as what I was at ten o'clock in the morning. It's called low blood sugar. So um, I don't, I don't get that. So I can go for as long as you need me to go for before you feed me. That's fine. So you can pretty much not have lunch. I'm guessing. Like, if it, it would be all right. I know we're doing a wellness I don't, I don't like it. I don't like to not have lunch, but I am happy to be the last person to eat. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Last person in line. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Um, I'm, not, I'm not like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> My view, this is interesting, right? You know when you go to a, a family gathering and whoever the chef or the cook or whoever's been preparing the food says, all right, everybody, food's ready, and no one gets up? You're My view, up. because physiology first, I know, and this doesn't, I don't mean to sound stupid here, but I know that if one person gets up, people just follow the leader. So if no one gets up, no one gets up. But if one person gets up, other people will begin to get up. Yeah. So that's my role in the group dynamic. I will get up first, happily get the best of everything, and go and take my place. Oh, yeah. um, we're different. Yeah. Not better or worse. Just different. 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 Um, all right, so we're at lunchtime now. Yeah. Generally, I'm a salad, chicken salad, eggs and salad, something kind of guy. What is your lunch of choice that keeps you at your best each day? Well, so on every day at lunchtime, I can't actually think of an ex- like in the five days that I would allocate for some kind of business work to be done. I I don't know when I would have a lunchtime where I don't have a meeting. So oh, yeah. So I, it's a lunch meeting. I tend to arrange some kind of a lunch meeting with somebody, whether it's my practice manager, whether it's the CAs, whether it's another chiropractor, whether it's with Rebecca from Forage, whether it's... You with know, me. With Marcus Pierce. Not, yeah. so, not, so not super social, not like a mate. It's normally a work. No, it's very unusual to yeah. be a social lunch yeah. during the week. Yeah. Very unusual. Um, on the weekends, social breakfast, social lunch, and social dinner yeah. most of the time. Um, but... During the week, I'm having lunch. And so there is a couple of different cafes. I like to visit the same cafes in Sandringham. I really enjoy going to the same cafes. Or I'll go to Hampton, go down to Holy Bowley. Love going to Holy Bowley. Love a good dose um, of Holy Bowley. Yeah, often I'll go to um, Black Squirrel in Sandringham or go to Blufftown. Like they're pretty much my three haunts. Um, if I, sometimes I go to Otto, but not all the time. So they're generally the places that I'll go to. And I'll always choose the special. And the reason why, really? yeah, as long as it's healthy, the reason why I choose the special is because 
more love and attention goes into creating a special than just the same old, same old that gets created every single day. Nice. So for me, I go, well, what does the chef want to serve me up today? What's the special today? Because What's the, chef, the inspiration? The chef had to think about it, right? Yeah. So I think, well, I'm going to be paying 20-something bucks for lunch anyway, so why don't I get something the chef really wanted to make in the first place? So something the chef hasn't made 5,000 times by the time he gets to making your one. So I get the special. As long as it's healthy. Yep. Or I can modify it to make it more healthy for me. So I might ask for it without the bread, or I might ask for it with a gluten-free thing, or I might, I don't know, ask or just to take the onion out, or just have yeah. it as it is. That's exactly right. So that's what I do. I like to go to the special. And you like to have a business meeting. That's your ideal. So you're kind of combining that productivity with having a sit-down lunch. Yeah, and also it, it, it feeds my desire for a social gathering. Nice, nice. So my thing with lunch is... Um, it's, I'm a bit the opposite. By the time I get home, my brain is fried in terms of it's either been content creation or just stuff that I, for, for me feels very brain heavy. So I want uh, like a, uh, I want to like not zone out, but for me coming home to the family is a really great. So you've gone um, eight, you've gone nine till twelve. Yeah, nine till twelve thirty, whatever. Yeah, nine so till one, I've whatever. gone from seven thirty to one one thirty. Yeah, yeah. So just a bigger time, but. Just with different levels of intensity. Different, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, so that's the, we've got more family, what is it, younger kids. So we, we have different mornings because mm. like you say, um, Jackson goes to school at 7.30. Um, our family is generally leaving the house at 8.30. So it's a different dynamic in terms of, but like you say, we get to lunch and we want a, we want a break in our routine. And so the routine breaker for me is uh, family time because it's just got nothing to do with work. Um, and when I was talking about this with LT, we were talking about the line, in order to engage, we need to disengage. Mm, so to have nice. that time yeah. off, it just separates the day. Uh, in order to re-engage in the afternoon, I need to have some work-free time. Um, I don't talk about work, obviously, over lunch, um, and we just, we just chill and have lunch. If the, if the kids aren't home, if Sarah's not home, um, I will literally just uh, have lunch, and I might uh, watch some footy videos or um, read football stuff or just catch up on anything that's personal life stuff but not professional life stuff. Um, it would be very rare that I would... Um, I might listen to a podcast, um, but it's very passive. The whole thing for me with lunch, it's got to be passive slash relaxing slash energizing where I feel like I've filled up the personal cup to go back into the professional. Um, so that when the afternoon starts... Yeah, I'm raring to go again. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what do you do after lunch? What, what, does, the, does the routine of your day change? Do you fill your appointments up more in the afternoon? How do you generally flow from lunch through to dinner? Um, so if I'm in the practice, um, I'm back seeing practice members from 2.30 uh, through to about 6.30, 7 o'clock. And, then, uh, and, and so I do that a couple of times a week. And then if I'm in at forage uh, or if I'm out and about or if I'm you know, speaking or whatever, I'll... I'll do whatever I possibly can get done. That could be meetings, it could be um, online stuff, it could be doing a podcast with the boys, wellness uh, wellness guys, because um, we do that generally on a Wednesday. And so I, I, it's always relatively chockers, relatively yeah. chockers. Could be that I'm meeting with um, Jeanne for some Facebook stuff or Instagram stuff or whatever, but I'm having just different meetings to fill up my time, or I've got my time 100% dedicated to my practice members. So I don't do things... So people might try to call me on a Tuesday or a Thursday afternoon. They're not going to catch up. Won't get me. And some people leave a message for me on a Monday afternoon 
um, or you know Monday evening. If I'm seeing people from 7.30 in the morning on a Tuesday through to 7.30 p.m. Um, on a Tuesday, I'm not going to get back to that person until a Wednesday. Mm. Um, and if they leave me a message late on the Wednesday night, I probably won't get back to them until the Friday. So it's not being rude. It's just the way in which I dedicate my 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 concentration to the task presence that's the thing you're being present yeah. with the time that you have on the task I'm, that's as much relevant. as i can do multitasking you know lawrence likes to joke about that or you like to joke about that i'll yeah. do a number of different things at one time like it could be recording a podcast not now that we're live on on you know video but there used to be a time where i'd be posting things to facebook and doing the podcast we're recording stuff. now yeah. yeah that's right so yeah. there are a whole lot of other things that i used to do i now can't do that so same as when i'm in with my practice members I don't take phone calls and I don't do anything else. I'm, I'm dedicated to that. So once this tool is down there, um, and I haven't had, I don't, very, very rarely will I have afternoon tea. I might grab a protein bar from the shelf in, in the practice. Yeah. But that's only just because it's there, not because I really need it. Um, and then and then I'll, I'll head home. And and then generally, if if it's my night to cook and I, I cook three or four nights a week, um, I'll come home and cook a beautiful great meal. Great cook, folks. If you ever and get the opportunity, great cook. Thanks, mate. I'll come home and cook a meal and, and you know, ha- sit down at the dinner table with the family and, and, you know, we'll have a chat and talk about stuff. Nice. So what I'm gleaning, and I think this is a really big clue, your afternoons, my afternoons, Lawrence's afternoons, where the three people that have discussed this, are filled with other people. They're real life experiences. I sometimes like to call them analog experiences, like you're actually engaging um, with humanity. So it's not that you're in a in an office by yourself. We like to both be around other people. Um, but my guess is, if you were just in the office by yourself with no one else, you'd find that a little bit boring, unstimulating, isolating, and the rest. So two afternoons a week, you're with patients. Mm. The other three afternoons, based on what you've said, you're generally having meetings or tying things up. Yeah, on a Friday, I'll play golf. Or a Friday, you play golf mm. with, with other people. Mm. And I just think... In order to, you know, if you're listening to this, and, you know, LT and I both said when we said this, we're all different. Some are night hours, some are early birds, all, and all the rest of it. But if you are anything like Damo and I, when you get to the afternoon of your day, um, it may be very energizing to you to be around other people. So if you find yourself isolated in the afternoons, maybe work out what can you do to, about that to change it. Um, because I think that has a real impact on your moods, on your energy, on yep. your fulfillment, yep. on the answers to the question, how is your day today? If, you, if your afternoon has been a drag, you're probably going to say it's been a drag. But if even if your morning was awesome, but if you can actually have a great um, second half of the day, then you go into dinner time, jazzed to see family, really enthusiastic. You can be tired, nothing wrong with being tired, but you can actually say, you know what, a great day today. And a lot awesome of the time, day. that's because you... You, you've, you've either um, had the afternoon that you wanted to have, you were with other people. Because mm-hmm. I think being around other people as well takes you out of your head. So if you go into the afternoon and you've got stuff going on in your life that you're thinking about... Yeah, well, my bucket gets filled. Yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like I'm taking energy from, from other people. There's a really nice fair exchange. Like in me delivering an adjustment or checking somebody's spine to give them an adjustment, that's a really, like a really nice thing to be able to do and a really nice thing to be able to receive. And so there's a really nice interplay and a nice exchange and there's thanks at the end of it and thanks at the start of it, right? Which I really love. And so when I get home, I generally, I'm not tired. You know, I've had a massive day, but I'm generally not tired because I've had human interaction. Yep. Now, Amber, if she's been stuck in meetings all day or if she's been in front of the computer answering emails all day, she could be tired. Yep. And so I'm here like... 
let's get going, let's have some conversation, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I'm really tired. I just yeah. want to eat, you know, give me some food. So different experience. And that's and that's the other thing, the, the great thing, like you say, of having so many, you've got so many different people coming in for short spaces of time. Mm. So sometimes, I imagine, based on our experience running a practice, sometimes, uh, and this is often depending on where you're at in your energy space as well, um, sometimes you have all of these people that are all feeling really bad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Whoa. That's pretty heavy. Right. Uh, but often that can be an internal reflection as well. Other times you can have lots of people that are just, they're humming along, they're coming in and everyone's just flying and that's just super energizing as well. Whereas the amber scenario, which it could be the scenario of a lot of people as well, is same people uh, for a long period of time, not much interaction with um, novelty, so mm. to speak. And I think it's that novelty factor. And I reckon if you're in the corporate world, getting out of the building for lunch and going so for a walk, get doing away from yoga, the desk. get away yeah, from the desk, getting away from the desk. Mm. I know lawyers that go to a yoga class at lunchtime just to get out of the space, and mm. then they come back for the second half of their day refreshed and ready to go. It's better. Um, what about dinner? So when you get to dinner, how sacred for, is dinner for you? Are you on the same schedule so that you are regularly at dinner together, or is it varied with you know Jackson's school commitments or Amber's commitments or your commitments? How does it work? We always have dinner together, except for when I go and speak. Yeah, right. So if I'm going out to speak, do an event somewhere, power food, crack your stress code, if I'm doing something like that, then that's the only time really, or if we're away, so again, if I've gone to a power food or crack your stress code interstate, or if Amber's gone, well, for example, she's gone to New Zealand now. Yep. So um, when when we're apart, that, that well, that's the only reason why we miss it. Not because we've decided one person's going to the gym during dinner time, or one we will do dinner together as a family not because it's a rule but just because we it's time for us to come together again because yep. we don't get a lot of time together as a family because you think about the bulk of the day it's spent doing other stuff outside of the home so to yeah. come back into the home and we call it a home when people come to this they go oh, this feels like a really beautiful home and it is you know we're very home and house proud and we want to sure have are. like you know a great experience while we're here yeah absolutely and i think you do that so well the way that you do put a lot of time effort value on the home experience Um, and the other thing is that despite all of your different um, routines or schedules that like breakfast as well you guys make it a real priority to have dinner together Um, so what's the tone of your dinner do you have you know what's generally the tone of conversation is it a just a how is your day or how do you find your levels of interaction like you say we spend more time at work really than at home so um, do you find yeah what do you guys chat about at dinner how does it normally flow well, there's definitely a, uh, a conversation around how did the day go? And I think it's really important to ask the people that you love, how was their day? Yeah. Imagine the people that you love were the least interested in what you did. Mm. That's no good. So, um, you know, we, we make a big point of finding out what happened in the day, how was your day, any highlights. Um, sometimes we do gratitude, um, but we don't always do that. You know, I think that we, we all recognize that we're, we're grateful for stuff. If there's a bit of stinking thinking around the table, then we'll, you know, ask for gratitude because it's not always, you know, roses. Yeah, and, I think that's and really important. Roses, butterflies and fairies. There's sometimes some stinking stuff that goes on. And so you, you've got to debrief that. And um, sometimes there's, you know, little quarrels or quibs that can happen at the table, you know, family dynamics. And, yeah. and so we try to clear all that out you know, over dinner so that, you know, when when we're trying to relax and take it easy later on, whether it be watching a television show or whether it be reading a book or going back to do some more work or whatever it is, or Jackson's got to do more homework or whatever, then then we've got no more um, anxiety around what happened in the day. 
And, it's all and, cleared out. Yeah, so you're putting a real good quality experience in there. It's not just... We were talking about it, I think, on another podcast, how a lot of the time people with food, they just sit there and they, they eat the food so quickly and they don't actually have a presence uh, about the experience. It's food, it's people, it's conversation and the rest. And the, the meal's over and then there's like... There's no conversation. It's like, well, are we doing dessert or whatever? And then as soon as that's over, they're off to dinner or they're mm. off to TV. And then it's like, what what just happened? Um, so I think, like you said, the experience is great. I love that you guys put so much effort into it. And um, and I also like that you mentioned about stinking thinking. Like I know with our kids, we've got friends that spoke, spoke about, um, and uh, Mel Jenkins, if you're if you're listening, you know, they hey, came Mel. up and... and How good's Mel? Yeah, Mel's a legend. Has that's a it. coffee shop. She's gone. Grand Hunt right. Organics in block. Great Go check it out. Shop. Um, but Mel's kids are up uh, visiting and they were talking about a rose, a thorn and a banana from their day. A rose is something that you really loved, your highlight of your day. A thorn is something you didn't quite love and a banana was something that was funny. Um, Sweet. So we've just like taught it. the kids, you know, as Mel's taught her kids, that like you said, if something's bad, happen- something's bad, bad has happened and with Maya being at school now, you know, she might have experiences that they're not going to come up in the rose, mm. but they are going to come up in the thorn. Mm. And it's non-confrontational. It's like, what was your thorn? It's more just like, all right, let's all do our rose, thorn, and banana. Mm. Um, and it's a bit kid-like in terms of it's a bit of a game, so to speak, and the kids love to love to fill in the gaps. Um, but it does add a bit of quality to the mealtime and and add some conversation. Um, because sometimes, and I, know, I don't know, what it's like in your house. But sometimes if we just say to Maya, how is school? Good. I know she's six, but it's just good, thanks. And I'm not expecting that she's going to go, oh, well, we did this and we did that and all the rest of it. But well, I See, think- Jack was like that. He would tell us everything. Like Paul said to me then, and then he did this. And then after that, Johnny said blah, blah, blah. And so we used to get the whole rundown. Yeah. And we're like, okay, summarize. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so Maya's obviously very different to Jackson in that regard. You might find that Darby... Um, starts to tell you all the details because he's a bit more yeah. touchy feely. Yeah, and uh, and and then part of that that touchy feeliness is to communicate more. You might find yeah. that Darby's a bit more of a communicator than Maya. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's uh, fascinating, actually. So mm. I think that's um, you know mealtime is quite sacred to get to know as your kids get older what's going on in their lives that you're not actually a part of. What about you and Sebe? Like, Sebe and I are big on um, we're big on what we just call it couch time. Right, so after, you're after dinner, the kids are off to bed, they've had their bath, and yeah. you've put, do they bath every day? Yeah, yeah, they do bath every day. Okay, just checking. <laughs> I know you're in Byron Bay and you don't brush your teeth every day, but uh, so, so... We yeah. are a bath All every right. day. It, right. It's, it's interesting, <laughs> a lot of families these days, they don't actually have a high value on bathing every day. It's fascinating. In Byron Bay? No, just in general. I don't know about um, that. I don't know about that. You know, I could be wrong. I think but, you're wrong. Um, Maybe just we different. are definitely a bath every day, but we are big on, yep. except for my once a month, uh, not brushing up the teeth. Um, it's gone well, from once a week to once a month. Well, it's, it's, it's random. Twice it's just a year. That it's more that I don't have this, uh, I don't get the guilt or the freak outs if I don't brush my teeth. Because sometimes I do rush out the door and I, I wouldn't get out of the car to go and brush my teeth. Mm. That's all. I would. Um, yeah, you would. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> but we're very big on. Um, Routine with the kids, so, so they kind of know the routine. Um, it's not anal, but it's just that they know the routine. Yeah, sure. Um, it's indoctrinated in them. So then you've got the couch time. Couch time. So so dinner is more like husband. More dinner is more like mum and dad time. Mm-hmm. But husband and wife time is vital for us. And yep. so for me, I learned very quickly that uh, 
couch time is not about solving serious problems and, and, and conversely for Sarah, it's not about solving my problems. So if she's going to ask me about my work day, I'll give her the tough stuff and I'll give her the good stuff. But I'm not giving her the tough stuff for her to solve it. And conversely, she can tell me how tired she is and how much you know this annoyed her or that was tough. And I'm just going to sit and listen. Listen, don't um, fix. Absolutely. So, John Aiken, thanks, John Aiken. Yeah. Mm. So listen, don't fix, 100% of the time. And um, and a lot of the time, you know, as a male brain, you are kind of fixing it in your head. But at the same time, you just now I'm just like I don't. I just uh, it's not for me to control. It's just for me to listen to. It's mm. just like watching a movie, mm. really. Mm. And that's all they want. That's all Sarah wants. She just wants to be listened to, heard. Uh, it's very present. I don't have my phone and going. Yep, yep. Oh, sorry. What did you say? It's mm. just very much. It's a cup of tea. Might be a piece of chocolate. I'm Is it man tea? Talking. Man tea. Tim Robard's man tea. It's actually more. It's pretty boring. It's chamomile tea. Or there is a 100 not out listener. Um, Kirsty. Oh, gosh. I hope I've got a name. Kirsty Dean. Kathleen Dean. Kirsty Dean. Anyway, K Dean. Miss K Dean or Mrs. K Dean. Brackendale Tea. She came up to me at Busy Mum Solution mm-hmm. and. Uh, said, I listen to you every week, and this is a little gift. I don't know if you like tea or if your wife likes tea, but here's your tea. How nice is that? Brackendale tea, nice. if you Google it. And um, it's incredible tea, a lot of herbals in there. She gave me all kinds of tea. She loves what we do on 100 Not Out. And uh, I said, you know what? I am such a tea man. And so uh, couch time, Sarah and I, cup of tea, piece of chocolate. And, um, and then that's kind of part of the down ramp for me because I know once I've had that, I'm not generally going to ramp back up again. As tempting as it might be, I'm not going to ramp up again and uh, get on the computer because if I do, I'll be there for a while. Mm. So I generally attempt to clean up my day, like uh, finish it off Mm. while Sarah does sleepy time. Because if I do sleepy time, it just doesn't go so well. So Sarah does sleepy time. She'll just lay on the bed until the kids are asleep. She just relaxes anyway. It's good for her at the moment, preggers. And then um, I'll finish off any emails, do any stuff. And then if I've got the self-discipline, I will literally close the screen. And then that's done. Go have a shower, come out. We have couch time. And then I'll generally read a book or do whatever I want. Nice. Um, and that's the kind of end of my day. But if, I don't, if, I'm, if I'm either super enthused about something, I really want to learn something or whatever, I will get back on the computer. Um, but if I'm pretty cruisy, I'll just end the night there and just relax into my sleepy time. That's really nice. That's really nice. Getting a bit sleepy just thinking about it. Yeah, sounds nice. (laughs) Good on you, mate. Sounds beautiful. Well, there you go. That's a a day in the life of both Marcus and myself. Um, I've enjoyed sharing that. That's been... uh, I think it's valuable for people. I think it's really nice to know that not everyone does everything in a robot fashion and not not everyone's the same. And just because we've got a routine doesn't mean it's got to be your routine. It could, in fact, be that yours is completely different or, in fact, the reverse, Maybe. And that's it. And it's, but, you know, that's but it. it's just got to be, it's just not right or wrong. It's different. And I think bringing the colors back into your lifestyle, which is moving away from black and white, right or wrong, back mm. into, you know, the fun of it and acknowledging that there is, you know, the, the thorn, the rose and the banana in every <laughs> single, you know, life event and lifetime and lifestyle. Um, that's a good thing. It's great. Absolutely. Mm. Thanks for um, playing out because I just said to you at the beginning of this episode, look, I'm just going to ask you questions about your day. And you did. And I did. Mm. And uh, you found out a few things about me. I know. I learned a few things about Damo. Mm. Hope you did as well, folks. Really hope you enjoyed this episode. You can go to thewellnesscouch.com to see 100 Not Out and the entire range of wellness podcasts available. Make sure you connect with us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash 100 Not Out. And uh, find out more about Damo at damienchristoff.com, myself at marcuspierce.com.au. And 
until always, see you on the next episode and make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.